Well, guys, welcome back to Decoding Babylon, and today we got a special show for you guys. Brian and I are going to talk about Ancient Angels. Do you remember that movie that we teased months back? Yeah, we're going to actually release that soon. Yes, it's finally, finally finished. It's been a very arduous process of editing. But, uh, you know, we've ran into a few different hiccups. But And how we were going to put it out is going to be in a series, guys. So it's not just going to be one documentary. We're now releasing a documentary series. And we've got the first uh, two episodes. Well, we've got the first episode that we're going to release. And the second episode is going to be released shortly thereafter. So, yeah. Get ready for some exciting stuff. Yeah, we're super stoked. It's coming out. Uh, volume one is going to be The Ghosts of the Nephilim, and that's coming out next week. I don't know if we picked a day yet, mm -hmm. but, but next week you're going to have some ancient angels. And like full disclosure, Brian and I, we, we actually wanted to release this. Back in the day, it seems very ambitious yeah. now. We wanted to release this in February because there was like some kind of like, let's just say there was an artificial deadline we had in our heads we were going to do this. And then we realized this was much more of an ambitious project than we realized. Then obviously, you know, creative guys like Brian or myself, we have creative differences at times. And, and we, should we fix it? Should we redo parts? And long story short, <laughs> we're, we, we've, we've, come, we've come and we finished it. We, we, we felt like breaking it into two parts was, would make sense. And I think mm. you guys are going to, I think you guys are going to love it. But I think it's, it's also mm. probably best, we were saying, the two parts will like, so you can digest one half of it before you get into like the little more. It's almost like, oh, there's a lot in it. It's too. It's honestly, it's too much in this documentary yeah, yeah. to mm -hmm. even be in one episode. And we've already got other episodes already planned to release. So we've already got other stuff coming out as well. But it's too much. So like the first episode gives us like a good basis, and there's a lot of things that you know. If you're curious about Nephilim, if you're curious about the Bible in relation to that. Like, this is going to give you, like, a good solid base of understanding of all that. And then ep the second episode, which is called The Deception, is going to give you a much deeper in-depth things that you've probably never heard before. There's going to be stuff in there that you've probably never heard, that you've never uh, been, ex like, understood. But we break down stuff from the Bible and stuff from old text, and we just kind of explain it. It's going to prepare you for what's coming guys because this is something that's actually on the horizon in our lifetime like you're probably going to see some of this yeah, stuff 100 percent. well that's interesting because it's like mm -hmm. that's what i say episode one is kind of more like 101 you know ancient mm -hmm. angels nephilim 101 where it's kind of <laughs> saying this is what your bible says and we're kind of going to explain things like the things that 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 are are clear pretty much and then you're going to be like well, why didn't i know these things well volume two is going to be about the deception it's like Mm -hmm. why don't we know more about this the, the kind of the questions like if this was always right here how do we not know about it and it's like because guys the the ruler of this world is the devil and that's why you certain mm -hmm. things are hidden from us and i think that that a lot of it is going to be about 
you know, we uh, the, the more you look into history, you realize our true history has been hidden, and we're going to cover some of that stuff. Absolutely, two. and we we also have a deleted scene that we're going to be releasing as well. That's going to be free that we're going to put out everywhere. Um, this is going to be a, a a thing that we put a lot of hard work into. So this is going to be something that we sell so that you can fund us continuing to do this kind of stuff and support us. Um, and we do have a free um, deleted scene that we didn't want to put in the documentary because it has too much copyright stuff on it, but it's really good information. It's phenomenal. It's, it's all, it's all JT talking and uh, talking about stuff. That's pretty, it's, it's awesome. And so, and you guys can kind of get a taste for what the full documentary will be like. And um, man, I'm, I'm excited. I'm really excited for this. No, yeah, we're, we're, we're totally mm-hmm. stoked because it's, and like we were saying, it's like even breaking mm-hmm. into two volumes, as, as Brian and I knew it from the beginning, when you really start to think about the Nephilim, the story of the angels, is like, because the angels were the gods of the, the ancient world. Guys, they're still, they're still the gods of this world. That's the crazy mm-hmm. part. So like, so this is a story of the angels in humanity. So like this, there's, this there's not part of the story that we live in that, that this, uh, this doesn't touch. So yeah. I think that's why we, we just know that there's going to be more mm-hmm. and more mm-hmm. when you get into angels, demons, obviously the good angels, God's plan for us, the coming deception. Obviously, we titled it Ancient Angels because Ancient Aliens spins a narrative about what happened before, which, I, which Brian and I believe the reason that's set up now so much is because the coming deception is also aliens. Like, so if they're mm-hmm. trying to explain things by the things that happened long ago because of aliens, guys, have you ever noticed there's a lot more UFO stuff in the news? There's more alien stuff? <laughs> I mean, there was a time where people were, didn't believe in aliens at all. And now it's, I, I don't know what the, I don't know if they polled people, do you believe in life in, in other planets? And I bet you, I bet you it's over 50% would say yes at this point. Yeah, it's, it's shocking when uh, so many people have fallen into the soul lure system that's lured your soul away from the truth, to be mm-hmm. completely honest. I mean, it's ironic they call it the soul lure system. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, all, it's all demonic worship. It's sun worship. It's, you know, and, it's, and we'd break down, like, where the Nephilim have gone, guys. We're going to be explaining where they've gone, what they are today, where they're hiding. All this stuff is going to be broken down in this series to explain to people so that you understand what those shots are that they're putting in people's arms even. Okay. And like, you will understand what this stuff actually is, how it all connects. I think a lot of people right now in the world, there's a lot of conspiracies. It's like, you know, the, you know, Oh, it's the, the, this conspiracy is this and aliens are real. And JFK was murdered and all, you know, like all these different crazy conspiracies that just kind of seem like, you know, the earth is flat or whatever. And it just seems like chaos. Okay. And you can't, like a lot of people, unfortunately, can't put the chaos together. And the reason why you can't put the chaos together is because you don't have the basis of demons and fallen angels. Yes. Like you you think reincarnation is real. We're going to talk about reincarnation, guys. And we're going to be breaking things down that's like explaining exactly what it is. So you'll have a better understanding of it. We're going to be talking about like all these things, aliens, life, all this stuff and how it all weaves together. If you don't have this basis of the fallen angels and the demons... If you don't have this basis, every conspiracy theory, everything could be possible. Everything just seems like chaos. And you're like, well, mm-hmm. this theory, this conspiracy theory doesn't line with this one and doesn't line with this one. When you understand the Nephilim, when you understand the fallen angels and you understand demons, everything goes click, 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 yep. click. And it it's just all connected. 
it just falls into place. And you're yeah. like, that's what this is. That's what the shots are. That's what reincarnation is. That's what this is. That's what aliens are. That's everything falls together. And that's what we're going to explain to teach people to open your eyes, to see and understand the Bible, even the parts in the Bible that you people read all the time. If you, if you've had biblical things where your friends have asked you questions in the Bible and they're like, that's not, that's not that's right. Weird. That's, that's weird. Yeah. That's yeah you take that weird. one. You explain that one. <laughs> yeah. I was saying, you know, it's interesting when Michael Heiser, if you guys are uh, fans of his work, he had a, he had a famous quote where he was saying, if it's, if it's weird, it's important in the Bible. So mm. there's some, there's so many, especially in the old Testament, their passages, mm. people are like, well, that's strange. Well, it's strange because it's important and typically it's spiritually support uh, important. And yeah, without this basis mm-hmm. of the, the things that we can't see the unseen realm, it's very difficult to understand this. Like I said, we're, cause we're, we're growing up in this scientific age where everything is supposed to have these neat, tidy explanations where the, the Bible, again, another, another Michael Heiser quote was the Bible was written for us, but or written, it was written for us, but not to us. So it was written for people with spiritual eyes. And now the devil's tried to say, Oh, none of this stuff is like, you know, that stuff's not real. So without mm-hmm. this this kind of basis, you know, you're it's easy to be deceived. You know, it's interesting. I, I I was posed this question the other day on a live when it how do you know that your religion is the right one and all these other ones are fake? <laughs> have you ever noticed that these other religions have this pantheon of gods? And it's similar and it's all connected. And they all they it's they're they're <laughs> they're, they're the same but they're different. And it's almost yeah. like one day mm-hmm. all their languages got mixed up and the stories were kind of remained a little bit close to the same kind of like the story of the tower of babel where oh. but, the, but the gods mm-hmm. remained the same but they know mm-hmm. they had different names and so that's yep. why that's why you had mm-hmm. alexander the great came into tyre and they worship a god called melkart there well alexander the alexander the great wanted to go worship in that temple because he called melkart hercules isn't that mm-hmm. in, isn't that interesting that the Greeks knew who he, mm-hmm. who Melkart was and they knew it was his their mm-hmm. god too, like so these kind of things like that's the kind of biblical historical understanding that these ancient peoples realized their gods were the same. That's why the mm-hmm. that's why the Greeks and the, and the Egyptians mm-hmm. had a had basically kind of some kindred spirit. That's why the Romans did as well. That's so where like you get it, the word e pluribus unum, guys. E mm-hmm. pluribus unum from many one. It doesn't mean from many nations. It means from many gods, one. And it's playing out in our world today. And we break that down. And guys, I'm super excited. We actually have a special treat for you guys. We have a deleted scene. was about 13 minutes yep. long, Brian, yep. of, of ancient angels. So, I mean, you're going to get a pretty good idea of what you're going to be getting. And, and we're going to mm-hmm. release this right now. And you guys... If you guys, you guys are going to be as stoked as we are after you after you see this. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you watch this and you're like, "Whoa," you, you're going to want to you're going to want to see more. <laughs> so, guys, without further ado, as we as promised, here is Ancient Angels. Check it out. Then once the age of the Enlightenment came, like all the spiritual things were, were dismissed. 
Like the ideas of the Bible were starting to become mythology. What the devil learned after when Jesus came, he knew how the book was written at that point. So what the devil's plan was, it'd be better to tell the world that he didn't exist in order to say that God didn't exist. So all the spiritual things in the Bible are not true now. All the old gods are not real. Mythology is just a myth. It's not true. Yeah, he's willing to go behind the scenes to say our God's not real. You know, if you read your Bible, you'll find out there's lots of things they don't talk about in church. And I guess the real question is why? What's interesting when Paul tells the Corinthians that Satan can appear as an angel of light. So it should be no wonder that he could disguise himself as a minister of righteousness. So what he's actually saying is that Satan can creep in your church and tell you lies from the pulpit. That's what's happening. And you find out like the, the stuff in the Bible is very interesting, but they present church so boring. Like, why don't they talk about the interesting things? Like, we know that, we know that what the Bible talks about Lucifer being an angel. That was the devil's old name before he fell. Well, that's not, that's not biblical. Actually, if you read Isaiah 14, where you get the idea of what Lucifer was, it was just a translation of uh, Morning Star, Son of the Dawn. That's not his name. That's a translation. So Lucifer was not his name. Actually, you find out the, the devil's name is not in the Bible. The devil's name is not Satan, because Satan just means adversary. So you start to just find out that a lot of things that are in the Bible are not really what people say. And the more you read your Bible you realize a lot of people don't read their Bibles because they really don't know what's in there. If you always think of angels being good, you would be confused when you read the book of Revelation and you find out that Revelation 9-11 talks about an angel that's the king of the bottomless pit. And you also hear about an angel that lets the king of the bottomless pit out. And so that angel, Apollyon, Abaddon, is the one who's given authority to conquer the saints. So why would an angel that's good do that? Well, a good angel wouldn't do that. It's not a good angel. Why is there four angels chained up under the Euphrates who were let out at the end? Why would there be angels in chains? Unless they did something that was really bad. And what did they do that was really bad? Well, it actually talks about in the book of Jude, it talks about the angels that left their first estate. And it's talking once again about the book of Enoch. It's talking about the, it's talking about the watchers who lusted after women, took wives of them. And these were actually, the, these, these angels were the ones who gave men technology. It was almost like they made a bargain that, that men traded their women to these angels for something. Talk about selling your soul. They sold out, they sold out humanity for, for, for things, for root cutting, for, for metalworking, for the art of war. So what's interesting is that once you have that understanding that the angels aren't always good, now certain things start to make more sense. Like when it talks about angels being chained up under the Euphrates. Wait a minute, are those the same ones they're talking about Enoch that got punished for the flood? Yes, they are. Why does mainstream archaeology dismiss this stuff so much? They have an evolutionary paradigm that says, man started very, very primitive, and now we're at the peak of society. When you realize, wait a minute, it looks like there was peaks and valleys. There was obviously a big peak at some point, and then there was what? Man basically crawled out of the slime, he became a rat, then he turned into a monkey, then he was a hunter-gatherer, and then he built the massive structures in ancient Egypt, in Peru, all around the world, all these pyramids. It, it kind of makes no sense. I remember when I was a kid, I watched Clash of the Titans, 
And so the idea of Perseus and all these beings being real, Zeus being real, that was, that was kind of an interesting concept. And it's like, because these things were like superheroes. I liked comic books. And like, and like Solomon once said, there's nothing new under the sun. What was will be again. You got the heroes of old from Genesis 6, the men of renown. And now they're like the Avengers, the X-Men. This old mythology just continues. It's changed shape because it's like, it's, it's sort of interesting when you realize like that the Greek gods, the Roman gods are basically the same. There was, there was like this kindred spirit between like the Egyptians and these other cultures. You find out that these, these, the Babylonian empires, they all had this pantheon of gods. So it's almost like it doesn't really matter what the gods' names are. They always associate them with being the same beings. Now that they're back on, they're on the big screen. They're, the, they're our kids' idols. And you find out that, like Thor, Thor is not very subtle. Thor is a Norse god. Let's just talk about the first Thor movie. Thor was a son of God who was very prideful and he got cast out of heaven, out of Asgard, for being unworthy. They took his hammer from him and he fell like lightning from heaven. Luke 10, 18, Jesus says, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Okay, so isn't that the story of like people realize of the devil that he, he was too prideful, he was too, he was too proud and he got cast out of heaven because he was unworthy? Well, why store the good guy then? Maybe, maybe when the Bible says that the God of this world is the devil, maybe that's why Thor is presented like a good-looking guy with blonde hair and not a guy with, with a funny goatee, horns, and a pitchfork. He's presented as an angel of light. When Paul says that Satan can masquerade as an angel of light, you realize he's talking about Thor. But actually, he might be specifically talking about Superman. Because Superman's actual name is Kal-El. And so if you realize that in the Hebrew, El meant some kind of di divine being. Elohim. El. So Kal-El. Well, Kal in Hebrew is light. And El is pretty much always translated as God. And if you start to look in the, uh, if you look in the book of Enoch, all, all the angels who fell, almost all their names end in E-L. Even you think about Michael. Gabriel, Cal El, El. It's, it's not a coincidence. And so in the, in, the, in the Man of Steel movie, at one point, Zod is going after Superman's mom, talking about her son. And she says, he has a name. His name is Cal, son of El. So he's saying, son of El, who's son of El? Cal, son of God, is what he's saying. Because his name is, his dad's name is Jor-El. But when she says it with that emphasis, so what happens to Superman? Superman is an alien who comes down from heaven, crashes to earth, and now he's the savior of humanity. He's better than us. He's got an S on his chest, which actually you find out later in the comic books, the S was a dragon. That was the family crest. So it wasn't just an S. That's sort of weird, right? And then you also understand that it's Superman. Superman's costume is not the red cape, the, the red boots, the blue suit. Superman's costume is Clark Kent. It's the suit, the tie, and the glasses. It's the hat. It's him pretending to be a bungling uh, news reporter. Because what he actually is, he's an alien with superpowers. Who gets his power from the sun. Who does that sound like? It's like that sounds like the angel of light, the light bearer. People commonly refer to him as Lucifer. 
So now you start to get an idea of how the devil might see himself, how the, how the world actually sees the devil. They see the devil as the good guy, and a lot of times the, the characters, the bad characters in the Bible are these control freaks who are all about the rules, who are uncaring or threatening the earth. That's the idea they have of our God. So when the Avengers decide to stop the threat from space, from heaven, you start to understand that potentially they're setting up the idea that are they going to defend against Jesus coming back? Because obviously Jesus coming back is not going to be a good thing for the people who love this world. It's kind of a scary concept when you realize, is it possible that they're presenting our God as the bad guy and literally the devil as the good guy? So a Marvel movie that came out recently that could not be more on the nose is The Eternals. And The Eternals is a story of these beings coming down from Earth who are not supposed to interfere with humanity, but they're supposed to guide them along and protect them. The Eternals are obviously the angels. It's the story of the Watchers. They even present it where they give man technology. Some of them even have romances with them. Some of them even get married to them. And so you start to understand like that they don't even try to hide it. That some of the angels' names are Athena, Gilgamesh, Icarus, Druid. This is not subtle. These are the same stories. And at the end, there is a, their God summons them back and puts them in chains and tells them he's going to come back one day for judgment. They're presenting our God as a robot. So Erishim, the creator of the Eternals, comes from the Hebrew word Ashim, which actually means the name or God's line. They're not subtle about this. We know who they're talking about now. You know, when Thanos comes in to fight the Avengers, his big line in the first reveal, he ends it with, now it's here, or should I say, I am. Well, I am is what God calls himself coming from the burning bush. I am means Yahweh. So in Avengers Endgame, his, his classic line is, I am inevitable. But he says, I am dot, 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 inevitable. So he puts the emphasis on I am. What does that mean if not saying he's Yahweh? Jesus said before Abraham was I am. The Jews knew what he meant. I think as we as Christians should know what he means. So once again, they're presenting Thor as the good guy. The character who says I am is trying to snap his fingers, making half of humanity disappear. It's like that kind of sounds like some twisted idea of what a rapture might be. These messages in the culture are prepping us for something that's going to happen. This is the deception. And when you get fully on board of what the deception might be, I think it goes back to ancient aliens. So we go all the way back to the beginning of perhaps are they saying that these things that were before, that did all these things we don't understand, were aliens? Is it possible now that we're being prepped for more aliens coming here? Over the past couple of years, we've been inundated with ideas of UFOs, Forever, our government dismissed the idea of UFOs. Now they readily admit it. They're just shooting them down out of the sky. What are they? They're saying that there's entities. Is it possible that the reason these shows like Ancient Aliens come out, is there a reason the idea that the Superman's presented as an alien that's good? Is it possible that one day aliens are going to show up and they're going to say, guess what? Your Bible has no explanation for this. This is an idea of science, that there's, that there's beings in other worlds. That are not spiritual. So therefore your spiritual ideas don't make sense anymore. Is this possible this is what they're doing? And if you find out from Jesus' own mouth, in the last days, there's going to be a lot of deception. 
there's going to be false Christs. You start to understand that if Superman is the savior of humanity, is that an idea of a false Christ? That some being from outer space, or maybe interdimensional, could be presented as an idea of a savior to humanity. Like I said, we couldn't be more excited because we feel like there's so many places to go. And obviously, as, as Brian said, we, we're not here with, you know, like with our hands out. Can you support us for nothing? Like we want to give you something. And that's why, like I said, mm -hmm. if, you, if you guys like the like the content we make, you want to see more of it. And obviously there, we can go so many different directions. There's even Brian and I were talking about what's episode three going to be. Well, it could be this. It could be that. It could be something else. Well, obviously... The people who support us and they and obviously they tell us what they want to see, you know, we could we could go many directions with this, and I think that like the possibilities are, you know, they're they're, they're pretty much endless. Yeah, and we will go all the directions. Honestly, yeah, we I want feel to, like yeah, we want to. Yeah, we're gonna go all. It's just like, what are we gonna do next? This one, this one, this one, and so like, there's so many things that with this series that we'll be exposing that things that you've never heard before, stuff that's not been talked about. We're gonna explain like questions deep questions about the bible that people have all the time we're going to explain things like you know uh mental disabilities and savant syndrome okay we're going to be talking about things that you have questions that you've never had answered like why did god kill those people in the bible what was that about we're going to give those answers and explain it in a way that makes so much logical sense it gives us the truth we're trying to be the hub of truth to spread it to the world to let people know to help us have this understanding because we need to be prepared for what's coming. And if mm -hmm. we don't know, if you're not prepared, you don't know what happened then, you're not going to be prepared for what happens or what's coming. And people are going to be very oblivious to this stuff, guys. And it's it's very important to, to have this biblical base and biblical understanding. And then you can just see everything for what it really is. Yeah, for sure. You know, and, mm -hmm. and, as, and for people who, who obviously like the stuff we make already, you guys will enjoy this. But I think this is a this is going to be a great like helpful tool when you say you have the people you've gone to church with all these years and they don't they don't even know what the Nephilim are. They've mm. been going to church their mm -hmm. whole life and they have no idea about Genesis six. And they'll yep. be like, What? Mm. The angels and the and women? <laughs> yep. Where's that at? That's not yep. in the Bible. Yes it is. Yes it is. Yes it is. <laughs> yes, it is. So you can kind of point to that and I think that this might be a quick mm -hmm. learning tool for people who don't know. And they're mm -hmm. like, and then, yes, yeah, certain things will make sense. And I, and I remember in my own journey to, to find the truth was I was learning, I was reading my Bible and my brother pointed me toward that scripture. And we started, I, I started watching YouTube content about it. And I was like, how did I never know this was in here? And I kind of thought it was almost like just kind of a neat little thing that was in the Bible. And then I started to read the Bible and I'm like, wait a minute. So they're talking about giants here. They're talking about these different angels here. And then you start to understand, like, the gods of Egypt are not just, mm -hmm. they're not just anybody, they're angels. So, like, you realize mm -hmm. all these other gods were angels. And then you realize, wait a minute, 
without this understanding, like none of this makes any sense. It's just like this mm-hmm. random thing. Like the, the, the modern church is teaching people that, that everybody's just worshiping their own imaginations. Meanwhile, the mm-hmm. devil's just, just the devil's all sad over there. No, you know, like he's yeah. only got a few Satanists worshiping him and all the other fallen angels are just like, well, I wish I had a religion too. Yeah. Guys. I mean, it's, 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 it's very it's naive. To, it's very naive to believe that, <laughs> that our God is the only real entity. Now, our God is the only real God as, as far as like a creator. He's the highest, the most he, highest that's God what I said. above he's the all most the high, He's the most high God, not because he's the only one. It's because he's the creator yeah. of all things. He's obviously in heaven with his, using the earth as his footstool. Our God is the greatest of all gods. You know, he's, they even call him the God of gods in, in the Bible. Mm. So you think about that. The, he's the God of the sons of God because he created them. Mm. And so, like, without that understanding, like, Guys, the Bible doesn't make sense, but but we. I'm telling you this, and I said I and I, and because I can speak to for myself this is a testimony of me that the mm-hmm. Bible comes alive, really truly. And then when you see it, like wait a minute, so it's not just the Old Testament. Like Solomon said, there's nothing new under the sun. These mm-hmm. things are coming back, and that's why mm-hmm. they're not calling them angels anymore. They're not calling them gods. They're calling them aliens. Yep. And, and I'll tell you guys one last thing I'll say is that, you know, for this documentary, for those that know this subject really well, this is going to be an awesome first episode. The second episode is going to be some things you've never heard. And there's going to be some stuff in there. And when we get into the third and fourth episodes and the fifth episode, when we get into the deeper stuff, it's going to be it's going to be stuff that's going to rock some shift, some perspectives in the world. <laughs> like yeah, it's, yeah, so I'm so excited stuff. to talk about this stuff. Yeah, and I like, man, course, like I've had some revelation that's been given to me from God, and I and I and I've had a lot of experiences that I'm excited to share with you guys. It's gonna, yeah, it's 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 it's, it's kind of awesome. sad to say, but I've obviously as Brian mm-hmm. and guys who are trying to do this, you know, Lord willing, maybe for a career at one day, like to do this, do this full time mm-hmm. as we got we got day jobs. We have I we got to be honest, we've held some stuff back because we we're like, oh yeah, I ca- I can't make videos about that right now because that's going to go <laughs> into one of these things. So we. We had like Brian and I when we were first researching this. We we're like, "What about that? What about that? Oh, that relates to that." And we're like, "And there's so many videos. Like, if yeah. we were back in just the, the TikTok mode of making like quick <laughs> videos, we could have made we could have made a bunch by now." But I think, oh, yeah. but I mm-hmm. think that overall, like, honestly, the short form content is fun, but you don't you don't get the full context. And I think that's what we get to we get to share here is. Like the oh, real yeah. context, how this fits and why it matters, and everything yep. about mm-hmm. it. And I think that, mm-hmm. yeah, like so, yeah, there's going to be some stuff that's going to blow blow people's minds. Um, oh, it's coming yeah, up in the future for awesome. sure. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that's it, guys.